Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 184, AC Machine Accuracy, The Consequence of an Inaccurate Charge. Uh, this is more from a, this is from a magazine article called Tech Shop, and it's really more about talking about tools. This particular e- piece of equipment is an AC recovery, recycling, evacuation, recharge machine. And what's become very important, especially with R234 uh, YF Freon, is the accuracy of the final charge as far as the weight of it is extremely important. Okay, it can really affect how the AC operates or doesn't operate, whichever way you want to look at that. So, a um, couple quick uh, items, real quick. If you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm also available on LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's Motorworks if you ever want to check that out. And so, um, this particular article is from a magazine called Tech Shop. It's again, it's written more for for technicians and shop owners, but I thought it it was interesting. It's not too technical, and the author art, the author on it is Eric Garb. So, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, old habits are hard to break, and when you grow up and learn things in a certain way, it can be difficult to retrain yourself down the road. Just as often the such is often the case and was with me when it came to automotive AC systems and R12 refrigerant. R12 simply worked well. I always believed it had a better heat transfer rate than subsequent refrigerants, but did it really? Scientifically, I've heard arguments that go both ways, and rather than fa- fail in that black, excuse me, rather than fall in that black hole, I'll just leave it at that. What I do know is that R12 cooled big cars and the refrigerant systems had massive capacities. The refrigerant worked well and being down a few ounces really didn't matter. When you charged these systems, you didn't worry about exact amounts. You kept an eye on the sight glass and when the bubbles were gone, the system was charged. It was a process that was far from anything resembling precision, but it didn't matter. You'd have ice cubes coming out the dash fence in no time. Don't get the wrong idea. This isn't a complaint about ditching R12. Environmentally, we needed to switch to a different refrigerant, and I completely agree with it. But it took a while to admit, to adjust my mindset on AC service. Here's what made the big difference. R134A and R1234YF have different thermal heat transfer rates, i.e. they are chemically different than R12, and as a result, the systems were designed to operate at slightly different pressures. In order to maximize the potential of the new refrigerants, the precision of system operation became far more important than before. You might say that R12 systems were much more forgiving, but with the new refrigerants, it became critical to balance the heat transfer rates of the evaporator and condenser. Condenser efficiency is a key component to proper operation, and if the evaporator is more efficient and draws more heat out than the condenser can release, system operation will suffer. In addition to all this, AC system capacity is far less than it used to be. Instead of capacities that were multiple pounds, most systems operate with only 12 to 16 ounces of refrigerant for many reasons. Compressors are much smaller and more efficient in order to save weight and increase fuel economy. 
Smaller hoses and lines allow for more precise pressure control and lower capacities mean less effect on the environment in the event of refrigerant loss. Add all this together and the accuracy of your AC machine becomes an important topic. The most obvious consequence of an incorrect charge is the effect on the cooling ability of the system. Even the slightest over or under charge will throw off the design pressures of the system, resulting in an immediate effect on duct temperature. A low charge also means low oil circulation, which can, damage the, the, to the, which can cause damage to the AC compressor. Accuracy during refrigerant recovery is an often overlooked aspect. If an AC machine reports that it has recovered all the refrigerant but has not actually done so, this presents a number of problems. One, if you open the system, the remaining refrigerant is released into the atmosphere. Two, it's money lost. And three, if you are performing a recharge service, you could very likely overcharge the system. No matter how you stack it, an incorrect AC charge will cost money, either now or in the long run. How can it be avoided? The latest standards for AC equipment are SAE J2788 for R134A and SAE J2843 for R1234YF. Machines meeting these standards are required to be able to recover 95% of system refrigerant in 30 minutes or less without applying any heat to the system, and the required accuracy for refrigerant weight is plus or minus 5 ounces. None of us likes to buy new equipment, but if we're going to continue to work on modern AC systems, we'll have no choice but to make sure our equipment meets these standards. A final point to remember is that all this equipment requires regular calibration, and in many cases it's recommended by the manufacturer once a month. This should be part of your normal shop maintenance routine. Okay. That's the end of that one. It's a pretty quickie. And again, a person could go, well, geez, Brad, I don't, I don't work on cars. What do I care? Well, I'm just trying to let you know some of the things that, you know, repair shops have to go through or be concerned with to work on your car. Okay. Um, the, this new refrigerant, R1234YF, uh, requires a whole new machine. And these machines are running anywhere from, for a self-contained one that can do everything as far as, uh, you know, recover, uh, evacuate, recharge, the whole shebang, um, and clean the refrigerant that comes out of the car during the recovery process. You're talking about a minimum of four or six thousand dollars, and it can easily get up over ten thousand if you buy what's called a dual gas machine. So it can get expensive very quickly, and I think we all know who's paying for that. So that would be you, by the way. <laughs> um, so I just thought it would be helpful that, that, that you know, someone understands a little bit more about what repair shops are going through in regards to the equipment they have to have and some of these new standards to, in this case, to try to help the environment. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, I hope you liked it, enjoyed it, and found it was informative. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Again, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And again, I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's Motor Works. So check those out if you want to. Uh, again, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. And uh, I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you, and thank you again.